Happy birthday <laughs> to us. Happy <laughs> Are we going to go through the whole song? Hey, it's public domain now. It's true. I'm going to take a band. Whatever you want. Happy birthday. Oh, that hurts too much. To us. Hey, everybody. Happy birthday. You didn't finish it. Happy <laughs> birthday to us. Hey, so yeah, this is our one year fiftieth fiftieth my fiftieth <laughs> episode 50th anniversary. It's our fiftieth episode, our one year anniversary. We've been doing this for a whole gosh darn year, and we thought we'd do something fun and bring first of all bring Josh back because he used to be on the show like every week. Boo. Are you booing Josh being back on or booing Josh not being on anymore? <laughs> It's up to the listeners to decide. It's true. The more you know. How do you feel about Josh? Rainbow. Rank him in our poll. <laughs> please don't rank him. <laughs> don't touch Josh's poll, please. All right. So we're going to be going back. We're going to do the trouble with Larry. Nope. One not, more time. We're not, Another episode. Bring I, out Balky. Unlike, Balky's here, everybody. Unlike Welcome. you guys. I did not say that I wanted to watch another episode of Trouble with Larry in that Dude. very first episode. So we're not going to watch another one. Also, I don't, I don't know where any of those episodes are. That was so hard to find. But a show that's readily available on Hulu, I think, is Ghost Whisperer. So, and it's our most popular episode ever. Everybody loves us talking about Ghost Whisperer. Hey, why? Why is that a thing? Right in. Yeah, tell us. Are you a huge Ghost Whisperer fan? Are you just a huge uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt fan? Or maybe a fan of whoever boobs. else was... Boobs? <laughs> whoever else was It is was the, the only show. show you guys have ever done with a female actress in it. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, no. Also, yeah, it was redundant not. to say female actress. I could have just said female actor. That's true. Or actress. You know, that's yeah. that's the level of uh, equal rights we're bringing to the podcast. Keep those ladies at home, am I right? Keep them barefoot and pregnant. What are they doing on my TV? It's silliness. Michael, continue. Definitely not true. Uh, So Morgan is super sick, if you can't tell. So we're trying to limit her her vocal activities, which is why we started with her singing a song. But uh, yeah, I guess this is our cold open. So without further ado, start the show. Yes, that's good enough. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. It's me. It's Morgan with a sore throat and took di- NyQuil and drinking a Tempranillo. <laughs> Did you take NyQuil? Yep. We're going to see how long Morgan can last. If she stops talking, it's just because she passed out. Pew, pew, pew. Who's this sitting We're just going to keep going. Right? Oh, yeah. We'll call an ambulance afterwards. <laughs> Listen, Hello, this is Josh. important. This is really fucking important, you guys. We've been doing this for a whole year, 365 days of podcasting, and we released an episode every day. True story. Hi, Joshua. Thank you for joining us on this most fantastic of days. I'm so glad that you dressed up for us. Mm -hmm. I did almost wear a button-up shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Eh, we'll just pretend like I am. I'm wearing a suit. Me too. I'm all suited up. I got uh, a fancy, expensive Tom Ford. 
I see. I came up with something. Uh, suit. And that's what I'm... Because I had to check my label. And there it was. And I'm wearing my birthday suit. And I had to check my labia. It's probably... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys can take it okay. over from here on. And that's out. and that's it. That's it for Morgan. <laughs> that's all, folks. And that's why she's sick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rewatch an episode. We're not gonna rewatch an episode. We're gonna watch another episode of Ghost Whisperer. I thought it would be fun to uh, give it a second go. Although it would be pretty fun to go back to the pilot every year. Watch the same exact episode. <laughs> Then it would be like, uh, what's the the worst idea ever mm-hmm, made, mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. it was? Listen, we're all stealing ideas. It's true. No, this is completely original, and nobody's ever done anything like it. Mm. You didn't write that birthday song at the beginning? <laughs> How did this show get made? Hmm. Oh, boy. All right, so what are we going to do? I haven't. We, there's been really no communication. We need. Are we going to watch the next step? We're going to watch episode two? Or are we going to watch a random episode, just throwing a dart? At the board, are we gonna tr- th- throw out some uh, silly titles? Hey, Michael, shut up, Joshua. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of a number between one and how many episodes? Like a lot, like 170. I'm thinking of a, mm. a number between one and 170. Between one and 170. And you can say one. Can I say one and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Halves are not allowed. We are uh, gonna watch a full episode, no matter what you want. I mean, guys. 69 yes 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 let's see let's see what episode 69 of of ghost whisperer is and i'm gonna type in ghost whisperer 69 into google (laughs) so first hit is going to be deviant art (laughs) all right regular art the open your mind 69th episode of ghost whisperer is called stage fright from 2009 I think. It's the first episode that came up, so I'm assuming that's what that means. Let's see. I like fact-checking on the air. And cannot lie. I, my hips don't lie. Oh, it was so close to airing on April 20th. Oh, ah, that Episode 69 on 420. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just all the best numbers. It's season four, episode 20. I'm not going to do the math, but it's the episode that came up when I typed in episode 69. So what do you guys want to do, stage fright? I'm down. Do you say season four, episode 20? Yeah. So it is 420. Oh, it is 420. 420. <laughs> I was waiting for you to connect the dots, but that did not happen. I didn't. I didn't even notice it. But yeah, so I think that is Destiny. Episode 69, season four, episode 20. <laughs> Plus, I think there had to have been some uh, planning on that one, right? Um. So stay. Although, wouldn't that make every episode 69 of a show, episode four? I was going to... Yeah. I mean, season, season, season four, four, episode 20? I was going to say, most shows that went like 20-something episodes a season, there's probably a season yeah, four. Yeah, this probably happens a lot. Episode 69. Well, yeah, it uh, happened on this one, and we're going to run with it. Jim M. CBS set that in motion what were you years saying? ago. You were saying you like something? You like that? Dot, dot, dot? I don't know what I'm saying right now, Michael. Okay. Morgan's too drugged out. <laughs> We've lost her. Uh, she, well, we obviously smoked a blunt before we started for in Ooh. honor of episode 420. Hold on. <laughs> I don't want to alarm everyone, but the apartment is moving a little bit. Is it the train? Because nope. the apartment often moves a little bit. It felt like we were on a ship for a second. Continue. I'm pretty sure that's drugs, because <laughs> I don't feel anything. Josh, want to weigh in? I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to do an episode called Stage Fright, apparently. Morgan, what is Stage Fright about? It's about... Or first, should we should we do recollections on what we can remember from the I first I think that'd one? be a good place to start. Okay, Morgan, what is Ghost Whisperer about? A show that we have watched... In the past, one year ago today. Well, not not to the date, but close. Jennifer Love Hewitt. 
a buxom young lady <laughs> is okay let's let's walk back through this so when she was little she was at somebody's funeral see now you know what's happening mm. it's because of stupid um house on the haunted the haunted hill the haunted uh-huh. hill house um there's like a similar storyline so if i remember right for ghost whisperer mm-hmm. she's at somebody else's funeral <laughs> not with, her own correct no 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 because on <laughs> what is that show called the haunting of ha- hill house haunting of hill house yeah there's a scene with a person yeah because she the the youngest girl or one of the girls talks to her mother at her mother's funeral but i think at ghost whisperer she's brought to another person's funeral by by her grandmother right yeah it's like and her then, grandma's friend or something and then he oh, sees weird. her and like winks to her and she sees dead people gotcha trademark m night Shyamalan. what is that sound i don't know oh it's people, people talking <laughs> it's not people. us just ignore the other people talking i hear alive people <laughs> we don't know that oh shit. we do not know that we just hear people um okay so she can see she can talk to ghosts. wasn't people. there another show that we watched that was also like it starts off with them at their parents funeral or something and then they have psychic powers what show was that how i met your mother yeah um so <laughs> i'm gonna look up our other episodes and, and remember remember she runs a antique shop in like a connecticut stars hollow type place mm-hmm. is the spirit moving through you no i can just hear the refrigerator but it's okay um I just snorted into the phone. And then it's just a really good audio episode for everybody. Yeah. We got people talking, a refrigerator running, Morgan snorting. I will have phlegm coming out of my mouth at some point. And then so that's the whole premise. Is she can talk to dead people or dead people are told to go seek her out because her dead grandmother knows of her powers and sends dead people to her and she has to help them solve whatever bullshit dead people want. Too many people want things. That's the end of this story. Joshua, what do you recall? Um Charlie from Friends is in it. <laughs> uh-huh. She's her coworker. Aisha Tyler. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think that Aisha Tyler is on the whole show, so I don't think she lasted season four. We'll see. There was another well-known person in that show. In that was episode. There? Oh, it was guest starring Prison Break. Prison oh, right. Break. <laughs> Mr. Prison Break. And he had gooly gooly ghosty makeup on. Yeah. And he was in Windows like. <laughs> I don't remember him making vampire hisses, but maybe. I think he was more just like a walking around. Joshua, did you like that show? I can't remember. Prison Break? We, yeah. Give me your uh, thoughts. I want a whole dissertation on Prison Break. The first season break. of Prison Break was pretty fun. Um, and then I hear it gets even better and crazier, and I just never watched it. But what about when they have to break it back into prison? Yeah, that's a thing, right? I know. They escape, and then they have to go back. <laughs> yeah, because I remember oh, those, those uh, teaser episodes of like, how could there be more Prison Break? And then they're like... We gotta break back in. <laughs> and then they did a TV movie recently. Yeah, how could there be that much prison breaking? People love prison break. Johnny Miller. Right in. Hey, prison break heads. Is that his name? Johnny Miller. Miller. Something Miller. Johnny Lee Miller is the guy from Hackers, I yeah. think. Uh, maybe that's who I'm thinking of. He's also Wentworth from Miller. Wentworth. Elementary. Got it. And what else do we recall? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, so the show that it resembled was True Calling. Remember we watched True Calling and it was like... <laughs> Her mom dies, and that's when she re- she found out that she can see the future and fix people's Groundhog Days. Uh, totally forgot we watched that. That show is good. Michael. People like this show, though. Remember, that was like the big thing when we did this one was it was 
it's really hated by critics, but it was it was on for like I recall eight it years. Being fine, like I didn't think it was terrible. I think we all liked it. It just wasn't what we wanted from it. It's very se- like it's very like it's this is serious. a sad, serious show, mm-hmm. and you're like a ghost show that's sad and serious. Yeah, it's a little too uh, what is the word I want? Sad sincere. Serious. It's a little too sincere. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I remember the show being fine, like interesting. Remember her husband is like, he's probably going to become a ghost, right? <gasps> yes. Why did we think that though? I don't oh, because remember. they kept doing like oh, fake outs. They moved into a house that wasn't finished being <gasps> built yet. <laughs> so we apart. keep thinking that something, an accident's going to happen to him. And he's an EMT. Right. So he's just asking to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a ghosty. Okay. So cut to. Four seasons later, almost five seasons later, this is the end of season four. Mm-hmm. It's an episode called Stage Fright. What's this episode about? The Bolshoi Ballet is in town. and You don't get any points unless it's actually called the Bolshoi Ballet. <laughs> and uh, she's got tickets to go. Wait, when does this air? What month then? 2009. No, what's the month though? April. Almost oh, 420. Just kidding, guys. April 24th. It's the Easter ballet, and everyone's got tickets to go to the show. I love how all shows do Easter episodes. It's oh, really fun. Easter. She can see ghosts. <gasps> Jesus. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck. Oh, wait. He came door. back to life. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> she can't talk to him. Oh, yeah, because then he is. Well, he was dead for three days. Maybe that's what he was doing. He was talking to Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> I want that. Make that for me. <laughs> Maybe this is it. It seems like a weird title anyway, for it. Anyway, she's going to the... Why was I saying... Oh, because then... During rehearsals before the opening night, the lead male ballet guy dies. That's a secondary story. But what happened previous to this episode is her husband died. And so, but like two seasons seasons ago. And so she's just now getting back into the dating pool. And so she finds this very handsome gentleman and they hook up. But then ghost husband is in the room watching them hook up mm. and that's like 15 minutes of drama <laughs> and then she helps the bolshoi ballet dancer with something well what was his we'll get back to it think of he, your specific thing that he's okay. trying to fix and we'll come back around is he a ghost cuck <laughs> yeah. yes <gasps> yes all right ghost cuck. hold on tm 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 ghost cuck first i thought you said ghost down. cock and i was like josh that's just a really lazy joke no ghost cuck <laughs> is coming ghost cuck is coming <laughs> to cbs morgan's favorite <laughs> turn of phrase when penises are coming <laughs> joshua speaking of which <laughs> put that way you guys uh, could see that happening my bad um what's what's stage right about josh i think she has to put on a play that a ghost wasn't able to do. So it's going to be her performing something. Oh, that would be great. Because that would be fun. <gasps> Is the ghost whispering lines to her? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> okay, that's what okay. I was thinking, too. But this is really uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's time to shine. That's why she insisted that they do. And it's like Shakespeare or something. Yeah, she's yeah it's like, going to be something very dramatic where she dies. Really get to stretch her uh, acting abilities. Mm-hmm. The ghost is there because they never got to die, quote unquote. So that's their unfinished business. So well, Jennifer Love Hewitt has to do it. Is the cold open that they're do- they're rehearsing the play and where he's supposed to die in the rehearsal, he actually dies? Yes. And then they're like, and <gasps> and Horatio. And then he's like, <laughs> or there's, Horatio? <laughs> there's a gallows and they lead him up to the gallows. <laughs> Literally nobody else has seen. <laughs> <laughs> and he <laughs> dies at the gallows. The found footage horror film, The Gallows, besides us. And we've seen it multiple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it could be the the ghost got its death scene, but not its applause because he actually died. Mm-hmm. So now he just wants 
the standing ovation. Okay, so you guys are pretty set, and this is going to be a, pl- a play kind of thing, right? I said ballet. Okay, that's true. You did say ballet. It's different. <laughs> what if? Is there any other kind of stage? <laughs> I also was thinking. Oh, grief. Strippers. Rock, rock and roller. Oh, strippers. Okay, I'm going to say that it's uh, it's a rock. It's a heavy metal rock and roll band. And the lead singer overdoses, but he was trying to get clean. And underdose. He was trying to underdose, but unfortunately he took too many drugs for that. And then he was going to make amends with his estranged wife and child because he was trying to make an end of this rock and roll lifestyle. But unfortunately somebody snuck, they, huh? they snuck drugs <laughs> into his veins yeah. while he was sleeping. I hate those sneaky drugs. And now everybody thinks that he died being a junkie, even though he actually was getting clean and he has to one, you know, clear his name and make him make everybody know that he wasn't a drug addict and two, reconcile his family so that, you know, his, his son or daughter or whatever I said before, uh, can be like proud of their dad. But in order to do this, just like what Josh said, she has to go on stage <laughs> and perform a rock and roll song. Because why? Because Jennifer Lefeu had a new album coming out that year, and she had to promote her singing. And there's one thing that Jennifer Lefeu is known for, <laughs> that's right, heavy metal, well, that, screamo. That she wanted to show her range. Again, these are just opportunities for JLH to really open up the brand, you know? Yeah. Although... She this, wasn't in screamo. She was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> Although... Uh, no, we need to pause for that. <laughs> I gotta go. Although... Although, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, she could have been... It could be a stripper stage, and maybe she was trying to show her skills for the client list, which is how she, she's an escort, kind of in the same neighborhood. Mm, it's different, as strippers. Mm. Well, they both take their clothes off. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wow. Um, I think you're both wrong. It's going to be bullshit ballet. Okay, what's what are they trying to fix in the ballet? We didn't get that part from you. We are trying to fix lead dancer guy, right? He is Well, he's trying to he's trying to avenge his death. Okay. So, I'm thinking this is going to be like um center stage meets I Tanya. So I don't know how, because I don't know a lot about ballet, <laughs> but the understudy is going to bash his kneecaps in while he's backstage. And and he dies? Yeah, he dies. No, just his kneecaps are ghosts. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, he bashes his kneecaps in, but then he goes to help, call for help, and then but he has to go downstairs, and he falls down the stairs and breaks his neck, and that's how he dies. Gotcha. Yeah, those all sound like pretty plausible things that could happen on this show. Um, let's do, you want to do a very specific thing that's going to happen? Not, let's, let's say that it's not related to our predictions. So not, it doesn't have to do with the ballet, just something else that happens in this episode. Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to wear no less than six cardigan. No, what are those called? Camisoles. You don't know. Why, okay. why am I asking you guys? You don't fucking know. She's going to wear six camisoles in this episode. Morgan was indicating <laughs> that they are cleavage revealing clothing. They're, they're like Spaghetti strap tank tops is probably what you guys know them as. Okay. And yes, the girls will be prominent no less than six times. That means there has to be six different days that she's... You know what? Sometimes we get messy with our coffee. Oops. Oops. Spaghetti down my shirt. <laughs> Oopsie oh. spaghetti. Everybody's favorite phrase. <laughs> oh no, all this lotion got all over me. You know, these things happen. 
You think that this show is more about Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs than it actually is. Maybe it is for me. Josh. Puts the boo in boobs. Mm, we could do better. <laughs> Did we do that joke the first time around? Probably. Probably. Um, hey, listen to that episode. Episode two of Bad Reception. I think her antique store is going to have some type of fire or break-in or something where she has to close it for like a day. <laughs> a day? <laughs> yeah. It's a minimal fire. So that she has, she can leave early at one point or leave long enough to do whatever this ghost needs her to do so that we don't have to worry about like oh, who's running her antique shop. So you think that they, oh, they worry about that in every episode? Yep. Like, Wait, that's got to be in every episode, right? Yep. <laughs> no, because she runs it with somebody else. I don't think she's the only person there. No, but that's she picked up the artifact, and that what that's what brought the ghost to her. It, it was that connection. Oh, uh, do you think she's going to have an artifact every time? Oh, <gasps> then it's like it's Friday shop. the Thirteenth, the series. So for this one, for my prediction, there was an <laughs> antique. Uh, what are those called? Ballet cod shoe. piece. Okay. Camisole. And she she smells it, <laughs> and then that's when the ghost comes. She smells it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Love that cod piece. Uh, Josh, it's her favorite. Fish. Oh, you just did yours, right? You said burning yeah. down the Way house. Way to listen to your guest. Well, you were talking so much, I thought that it was still your turn. I'm sick, Michael. <laughs> All right, my. It was really episode two. I thought you were lying for a second, so I just had to double check. You. Yeah, it's episode two. It was the second show we did. Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Yep. I I because I'm we were claim... so good and professional that it's hard to believe that it was only episode two. I'm gonna say Mandela effect on this one. Okay. Um, I'm going to say in this episode, hmm, I want to think like, I want there to be something completely different than there was in season one that we're not even anticipating. Like in Buffy season one, they're in high school, but in Buffy season four, they're in college. It's a whole different thing. (laughs) So maybe this, she doesn't even live in that town anymore. She has no more antique shop. She doesn't know Aisha Tyler anymore. She's living in Texas on a ranch. And now she's also horse whisperer <laughs> how many times are we gonna reference hey dude on the podcast <laughs> we have to do it every single episode we because this do, episode has hey been brought to you by hey dude gotta get our sponsors in <laughs> so listen so listen to hey dude on your favorite <laughs> nickelodeon radio channel what do we do now <laughs> okay well, i think it's time to watch the show do you have any other things you want to say about ghost whisperer if you have anything you want to say about the 50th episode, one year anniversary of Bad Reception? Not looking really. Back, looking back? No. Okay. Let's watch the show. Bye. On the first of four new episodes, daytime's biggest stars are crossing over to Ghost Whisperer. They love me. Friday, the curtain came down on an actor's life. Shot and killed on stage. Miles' death was considered an accident. But now he's back for his final performance. We think that Miles is haunting you, and I think he blames one of you for his death. Someone's going to go out with a bang. Cut! Cut! What's up? Security! And a surprise that will change everything. Please tell me it's real. New Ghost Whisperer CBS Friday. And we're, we're back. back. And we're back. <laughs> that was uh, much briefer than it normally lasts. And we're back. Uh, yeah, so we watched episode 69 of Ghost Whisperer. Uh, Probably the sexiest episode, but also the weediest episode because it's 420. <sighs> Actually, it turns out this episode has neither had nothing to do with either of those things. So, Unless that's how that ending happened. Oh, we'll get to it. Spoilers. 
I don't think you can have the result from that action. Well, we don't know. We don't know a lot of things about what happened between episode one and episode 69. We also don't know how the human body works. Well, I sure don't. All right. So, yeah, we watched it, and it's called Stage Fright. And were any of us even close to being right? I think Josh was in the neighborhood. They had to close the store. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was a play. Somebody died in the play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a play. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that was the most obvious way to take stage fright, <laughs> but you were right. But that's not exactly what the show centers on, because the show actually centers on a soap opera coming to town. You want to get into it? Let's, Let's get, into, get it. into it. I didn't take any notes, so going right off the noggin here. I'd like to present what I did. Okay, Morgan drew a picture <laughs> of... I don't know, just a design, I guess. Looks, right. It almost looks like a cross, so maybe she had a religious experience? I did. Looks like a bunch of sperm swimming away from the egg. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how this show made me feel. Okay. What was, is the other one sentence the rest of your notes? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I took no notes. What is that? What does that say? Um, I'll save it for when we get into it. Wow. So there was only one incident that you were like, that's noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so we start off with... Uh, we find out that there's like a soap opera coming to town, right? Mm-hmm. We, well, we very first start off learning that she has a new relationship or a relationship that has been rekindled. I think that's her husband from the first episode. Okay. Yes. They did recap that they broke up and now they're back together. Right. Just in time Without a recap, they actually wrote those scenes. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember when you left me? And then remember when you came back? Yeah. Those were like one of the first <laughs> lines. Like, uh, remember when we broke up? Now we're back together. <laughs> it was like they knew we were just going to watch those two Yeah, episodes. which is weird because it wasn't like a... <gasps> uh, season premiere or anything it was like no (laughs) towards the end of the season seems unnecessary if you had been following along but hey we're glad to have it because it lets (laughs) us know they have been broken up and are now back together i guess apparently so he didn't ever die um didn't never die he did not never die that was my favorite 007 movie (laughs) don't never die (laughs) yeah so they're back together then she finds out that the soap opera is coming to town she goes in and sees <laughs> much it's like the circus much like pt bartum the soap opera <laughs> is coming to town. which really should have been the name of this episode it's a lot more fun than stage fright mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so she goes to her store where jamie no no not jamie kennedy but he is on the show where cameron manheim and somebody else is there or is it just yeah, her just her husband though because he's so fucking boring looking you forget that that's that he's him. even there yeah every time i'm like who's that dude Oh, the guy we've been talking to for the last right. 45 minutes. So Cameron Manheim says... I talked to the TV. <laughs> you did, a couple of times. <laughs> uh, Cameron Manheim says, hey, there's uh, there's all these crew, television crew walking around the store. And she's like, hey, what's going on here? Which, can I just say, for a person who lives in Los Angeles, I did have like that that aggression started to build up in me of like, how fucking rude are these people? <laughs> I work in the, in this industry, and I hate it when they're in places that I need to be. I hate it. Continue. It is book. annoying. It's a pretty specific to LA thing. Yeah, but, but I mean, I guess New York. Anytime too, you see the camera tracks roll up, you're like, "What the? How are you gonna fucking ruin my day?" Oh, what Walnut Street? You're gonna be shut down again because <laughs> yeah. shooter Ryan Phillippe's out front fucking around. Yeah, get out I'm of here, Ryan Phillippe. I'm tired of it. I want to have a parking space in front of my house. Oh, yeah. We tried to go to El Periente once a couple of months ago, and they were mm-hmm. filming fucking Goliath in there. We couldn't go. They were closed down. Yeah. You just wanted a goddamn taco. Like, we don't live here anymore. We had to drive a, a pretty decent amount. Well, if you're in El Periente, you're not getting a taco. You're getting a hamburger, aren't you, Joshua? Yeah. I'm shame you. I get, some, I get tacos sometimes. <laughs> but their cheeseburgers and fries are pretty good. 
Anyway, it's a show called what is it? Paradise Hope Crossing. Hope Crossing. <laughs> it's called Hope's Edge. <laughs> what is it? Hope's Edge. Hope's Edge. Okay, <laughs> that's what we said. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is like, I don't know what that is. What is this? Some kind of stupid soap opera? And they're like, uh, actually, they prefer it to be called daytime drama or whatever. They prefer to be called Mimi's Stories. Because Mimi's watch their stories. But that's not the case, because literally everybody on the show, except for Jennifer Love Hewitt, is a huge fan of this uh, sitcom. Including... (laughs) Of this soap opera. Including the boys. Mm -hmm. Which is a constant running joke. I did like... It wasn't as much of a joke with the husband, because he was Mm -hmm. like, I'm a paramedic, and it's about doctors, and we all just watched it together when I worked. I like the show. Yeah. We quickly learned that Cameron Manheim, the super fan, uh, has agreed which is really fucking rude to allow them to film inside of the store without uh, consulting with her business partner, Jay Lowe. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is in this. Um, but then she's okay when Jennifer Love you. It's okay when she sees how much they're getting compensated for shooting. Right. Stuff. Cause she's like, no, we're going to have to shut down the store. We're going to lose all kinds of money. And then the director lady is like, Oh, actually we're going to give you all kinds of money for closing down. And Probably, she's like, like way more than you're going to make it. And then she's like, you guys can stay as long as you want. Ha 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 ha. But also they say, like, because we're filming a scene that needs a paranormal antique store at some I point. do not recall that being said. They say it at some point, like, where where the reason why they're shooting at that specific place is because they need this scene to be set in a paranormal uh, antique store. Never in the story does that have anything to do with what's going on. Did so. I dream that the store is called Now You See It, Now You Don't? You did dream. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is it called? So it's called, uh, like not like it never was or something that's a weird like double negative name (laughs) the same as it never was is what it's called nice Mm. i don't know what that means nope sounds like it should have gone through a rewrite (laughs) but that first episode you know we can't rewrite it after you do it in that first episode so it has to stay the same the whole time they get a full of bob's burgers and just have like several things a different thing every time (laughs) all right so that's the first scene and then they go they're like Oh, you guys are all invited to the uh, screening, this theatrical screening. It's like a Q&A screening of a soap opera at the local college. This town has got, what, 500 people and they have a major university? Unclear how many people are in this town. I have no idea. I call shenanigans. Not counting all the ghosts. Yeah, there's a shitload of ghosts. Shitload of ghosts. Yeah, so they go and then they're screening some scenes and then they're going to do a reading too. Is that a thing with soap operas? I think this is a lot of artistic liberty being used in the show. Very little of this seems in any way plausible. I don't think there's ever been a soap opera where there's been like a famous scene that people want to. Is that what they were doing? Out loud. I assume so. Oh, they're like, oh, I can't wait to see that classic scene between actor and actress. It felt like Comic Con for sad women <laughs> was that the guy from one tree hill in this no no the yeah, it chad does look like him though chad michael murray oh, okay yeah he, he has very a chad michael murray-esque vibe but it's definitely not. plus it kind of looks like stars hollow yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the same set too. i think they're shooting it on the warner brothers back lot it could be i'm not sure um anyway so they go to this reading 
and they were introduced to the two main people from the soap opera. Well, first they introduced the director, and they're like, she writes it, she produces it, she directs it, she does everything, and I'm, oh, I'm all ta- I'm talking about the same person. It's this lady. Which, and the first AD is introducing her, which I'm like, there's no fucking way that that guy is going to yeah, be And there. his name is Duff. And that guy's a character actor I've seen in a bunch of stuff, so I definitely thought he was going to be, like, the suspect at the end. <gasps> no, nope. he's just some guy. He just shows up in a couple of scenes. <laughs> So they make a big to-do about her, and then everybody's like, yay, whatever, this lady. And they're like, and now, coming from the back. And then they, like, show a screen of them backstage walking out, and then the whole crowd erupts. Yeah, we love these actor people. And then they're all standing up and applauding, and then the director lady's like, well, what the fuck? I kind of have a lot more to do with the show than you guys do, but whatever. Yeah, it's turning into a real WWE Totally. Um, and then we learned that the director lady and the main Do guy, any of us remember any names from this? Mm, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the director lady's name, but I always get her Callie. every time. Yes. Every time she shows up in something, I get her confused with the girl who plays Andrea in 90210. Yeah. And it's not her. She's on ER and she was the sister. She's Corky's sister on Life Goes On. I never saw uh, that. She show. also is the voice of Roxanne in a Goofy movie. So every time they were like, a diabolical <gasps> Goofy plan, I was like, huh, Goofy. <laughs> they say it a couple times. That's a joke for me. <laughs> All right. So the, the main guy's, the main actor guy is Grant, right? <gasps> yes. Mm. Sorry. And, I just remember that the, the lady from uh, 90210 is now the president of SAG AFTRA. So also, rest in peace, Luke Perry. Yes, we everybody. just learned that. Um, continue. Yeah, his name is Grant. His name is Grant, but he's played by Thad Luckinbill. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> but I really wish me. his name was Thad Michael Murray. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. But his name is ridiculous. Thad Luckinbill. Come on. Uh, and Callie's like director. like a DuckTales character. <laughs> and the other character's name is... Callie. Suzanne? No, who's the other actress? Suzanne is, yeah. I mean, Callie yeah. is the director, right? Yeah, Suzanne is the lady that we don't talk to and don't care about. Yeah, she's kind and of just auxiliary to this. Like 20 years older than the rest of them. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. She felt she felt like she could have been his mom. But on Which the sh- is no, like, no shamesies, get a girl. Yeah, no, there's no issue there. Um, so they're on the show, they're like this bickering soap opera couple that are constantly fighting and breaking up. And that's that's the romance that everybody likes on the show. They're real Jr. and Dallas, <laughs> Dallas McGee, that famous couple. I couldn't tell you a single beyond Jr. So and a that's single. Just okay. So I can tell you one single soap person. Is Dallas really? There wasn't daytime. Though. It's that a was nighttime, nighttime soap. Yeah, yeah it's higher prestige. Count. Yeah. Uh, tell me who's on Days of Our Lives. Tony. There's got to be a all Tony. my family. There's got to be all, all my, my family. family. <laughs> All my children. Mama's family. Uh, it's my favorite daytime soap. <laughs> what were we doing? Anyway, <laughs> we're really going to have to struggle to keep Morgan on track here. Can't, also, can't none of it. us took notes, so I'm really trying to remember what happens in this episode. Okay, so then... I took some uh, notes, but it's a pretty generic episode, not anything really yeah i think i think stuff wait a minute there are definitely things that stand out but i think we can blow past most of the minor details here's what happens next everyone's on stage we hear a microphone interference and then uh uh-oh 
a late comer to the stage, which why did they have an extra seat here? There's extra seats on both sides. Okay. So I, they did at least. All right. I forgive it. Have it make some kind of sense. Like there's just extra chairs up there for anybody, ghosts, people, whatever. And this guy <laughs> is talking off mic, but is somehow amplified mm-hmm. to the entire theater. Well, so, but not really. J-Lo, who's sitting in the back of the theater. <laughs> J-Lo Hugh. We got to come up with something. I'm not right saying all of her. J-L-H. That's too much. Um, she can hear him perfectly clear, and he's, like, saying stupid shit, like, now someone's gonna go out with a bang. That's the only line I wrote down, because I chuckled to myself. And he's got, he's got a, uh, like, a bullet wound in his temple with blood running down, and I was like, boy, that looks really cheesy, but don't worry, they address it later. And then... You, we know he's a ghost, but they, they do a reveal of like, he's been a ghost the whole time. And it's like, yeah, yeah he's talking obviously. out loud and no one's <laughs> reacting to him. Yeah, they do build it up for like a, a good two minutes before he turns and we see the bullet wound in his head. And we're supposed to be like, <gasps> but the thing that we overlooked is that when she gets there, Jamie Kennedy is sitting in front of her. And then like, she's like, oh, excuse me, sir. And he's like, oh, that's all right. What? And then I thought at first that they were going to have like a antag like an antagonistic yeah, relationship. Yeah, it seems like there was some uh, negative vibes there. Yeah, maybe but then the- he's just hanging out with them the rest of the episode. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just supposed to be that he was embarrassed that he he got caught being there because oh. he is embarrassed because he's like, oh no, I came because my mom's yeah, yeah. a fan and I'm going to get an autograph for her, not for me. And then, but it did definitely seem like he, like they were like, we're not on good terms right now. Yeah, because the sexual tension between Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jamie Kennedy was and Randy so from Scream. palpable. <laughs> from Screamo. I know, I did like that there actually were people from both <laughs> movies in this. Uh, and Cameron Manheim's in one of the scary movies. Her hat keeps getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, anything Kevin Williamson wrote or inspired. <laughs> must have been some dawson creek dawson's creek stuff on here somewhere not that i can remember no okay so yeah so jamie kennedy's on the show he's featured in the opening credits with jamie kennedy so he's like big get for them over at cbs huge get can we talk i think he improves the show sorry i just want to quickly go back to the top of the opening credits why were their lower thirds so fucking prominent in the center of the screen and super up high it was really driving me crazy. Did it drive anyone else crazy? It was like on their faces, directed by, music by, I didn't notice it, hats but it, by. I didn't know what those words meant until you just described. <laughs> yeah, so the, the credits over the actual... Yeah, it was like on people's boobies. I didn't notice, I but... did have to grab my boobies for the listeners at <laughs> home. Yeah, she, she wanted to demonstrate exactly what she meant by that. I didn't notice them being in weird places. They were exceptionally high. They, but let's go back to the But they the might be, maybe this was still when they were broadcasting 4x3, so they are cropped in to be 4x3. I don't know. But this is like 2012, right? It says 9. Well. But it's CBS, so they're really catering to the old Bronx. Baby boomers. That was 10 years ago. I don't know that it was that normal to have widescreen TVs quite yet. Whatever. Anyway. I'm sorry that we stopped. I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. we took this detour. That needed to be said. It did. So then we... We don't. We never figured this out until later. But Jamie Kennedy can also talk to yeah. ghosts. He can only hear them. I do not think he yeah, can see I them. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he can only hear the guy because he never looks at him. He's like looking around like a blind person, like really bad blind acting. <laughs> what a stupid thing to have. Oh, you can see and hear ghosts, but I can only yeah. hear them. That would also be confusing because, like, we're in an auditorium. Maybe someone said something, and I just didn't see their lips moving. Right. Yeah, he definitely couldn't pick There's that up. There's gotta be like a different. T- home for the ghosties 
oh, like they know, they definitely know when it's a yeah. ghost talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be. This is stuff that probably happened in the 68 episodes <laughs> between when we watched. Well, they should recap it every episode for me. <laughs> so, yeah, they after he talks to the audience for some reason. Also, does he know that Jennifer Love Hewitt yes, is a medium? Yes, we've been over this. Her <laughs> grandmother sends dead people to her. Okay, but it didn't have anything to do with artifacts in the in the antique store. No. no. We don't know. We do know. <laughs> we don't know. We will never Unless know. Unless these char- characters are recurring. Um, they were in the antique store, to be fair. So, so the dead person we learn is connected to the director of the series and the main guy. And a mystery woman in the <laughs> theater, which is revealed when the Gobos start freaking out. Which the is, Gobos? Which is a brand of, of stage, stage lighting <laughs> where it rotates. You can rotate the gels. They really save time. <laughs> Listen. From Gobots to Gobos. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not so much. It's more like a slang. Like if you're a big Gobots fan, you're like, oh, I love them Gobos. Which and, I do, and I am. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the ghosty guy's controlling them and puts a spotlight on the chick. Right. Okay, so after the show, they start talking. They're like, so there's like a ghost in there, right? And they're like, yeah, definitely a ghost. So what do you think happened to this guy, right? Or are they talking to the ghost? I don't remember if he was there or not. He was not there Yeah. So they do a whole lot of... Of, of not bothering to talk to the ghost in this episode where they just come up with crazy conspiracy theories investigate those conspiracy theories talk to people about them and then are completely wrong so why don't they just talk to the ghost wouldn't that be a lot easier listen we don't know the rules of ghost club but in the Rule first number one don't, don't talk, talk about ghost club <laughs> but they do so we do get a reveal there though that there's a picture of the the ghosty guy up mm-hmm. on the wall of this auditorium but they said it was a photo from 97 mm-hmm. that shit did not look like the 90s i'm gonna tell you right now yeah it, he's got primo 2007 hair it, he definitely didn't look like from the 90s but it, that's not super relevant to the episode. No, it was is. A dad of his time <laughs> joshua i'd like you to leave um, so what do they do? They like devise a plan on how they're going to figure this out. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to talk to. Uh... Well, we don't know. Again, we don't know. He had already disappeared. How They can't be like, yo, ghost. <laughs> I know. But the next time they see it. Well, also, it just doesn't make sense from his. Like, he is trying to accomplish something. He is. We don't find out what it is until no, the end. He's like the fucking Riddler in this. I know. He but... likes to play the game. Exactly. But he has a clear thing that he is trying to accomplish. And he knows that he commu- can communicate with this person, and yet he decides to only do obscure, weird he things. He cannot pass over unless these people realize the and shit they have, that they need to realize on their own. And they have to figure it out on their own. <laughs> yes. That's how the... Do you know how ghosts work? <laughs> Joshua, do you know how ghosts work? Well, if they have to figure it out on their own, Jennifer Love Hewitt doing it for them is not gonna help she, but she's like the mediator mm. but why she's can't like he medium. just tell J- jennifer of hewitt hey this is what i'm trying to do <laughs> guys because otherwise medium? this episode would be really short can we talk about medium no, for a second we can't talk about medium medium is the better mm. version of this fucking show first of all uh first of all but don't talk about medium because i might be saving it for a good reception because it's oh. a show that you watch that i don't Rosanna arquette if you're listening rosanna tell your sister patricia <laughs> to hit me up tell your brother david to tell jamie kennedy <laughs> hey scream again mm-hmm. that's oh. what the second one called. <laughs> hey scream again <laughs> <laughs> weirdly a sequel to hey dude 
where the fuck are we? I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness, keeping this on track is going to be tough. I'm already starting to forget a lot of the things that happened. Anyway, um, the reason they go talk to that lady is where we were at. Okay, is because Jamie Kennedy was oh, like, I read all about her. Yeah, because he's like, like plays and he's stuff. like, oh, I'm a big fan of this local playhouse and all of the playwrights that come through here. No, because she. No, because that lady, the brunette lady, works at the college that he works at. He's aware of her because of he's she's like notorious. Yes, but he knows that she used to be an actress in plays. Yeah, his line of dialogue is, I haven't seen anything she's done, but I've read all the articles about her. Right. Well, Jamie Kennedy's a weird fucking dude. (laughs) He also super sleuths on, I don't know, it's what year is this? 2009? We had (laughs) Google. Why the fuck was he doing like Lexus Nexus shit? But he didn't need to do. He does he search like, on Google. They do it later. They show up, but they cut off all the Google parts. No, he was doing like... And they like, call it Google. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Google. <laughs> yes, I'm, Morgan, continue. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, but they did, like, he did it, like, you know, when you do references, he's like, so-and-so plus, so-and-so plus, something, something, go. That works on Google, too? <laughs> yeah, but... We- <laughs> There's a lot of issues I have with this show, okay. and that's one of them. So we cut- I'd like you to recognize my feelings. I recognize and Do you appreciate. Hear me? Yes. Okay, now we cut to a new character, right? And she's in her apartment. Is this that scene? What? That's the same lady from the auditorium. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the lady from the auditorium that we were talking about, but yeah. she hasn't been on the show yet. Oh, okay, but we talked about her. I thought you, th- I thought you were thinking that was a completely non sequitur person. Oh my god, no! This but, is the character that they were talking about before, but we cut to her apartment, correct? And she's getting uh, poltergeisted by the mm-hmm. TV, and it's doing the most the scariest thing you could possibly imagine, showing her clips from a soap opera, and she's like. Ah! But she's, like, trying to change the channel, and it keeps changing to different scenes from the soap opera. And then she unplugs it, but then it keeps playing. But it doesn't actually keep playing. It just goes, this is the soap opera part talking. But every clip that they're showing, it shows the main... It's actually pretty funny. I'm going to give this show one thing. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, Every clip that they're showing is the two main characters breaking up all the multiple times that they've Mm -hmm. broken up. Right. Which is funny. Okay. (laughs) Laugh. So then, just by coincidence, they go to talk to that lady, and she's like, oh, man, can you take this TV out for me, Jamie Kennedy? Because some weird, crazy ghost stuff was happening to me. I was hoping a hunky man would arrive, a real brawny, if you will. <laughs> he's like, I'll take care of this 13-inch TV, and he takes it and walks it over. <laughs> um, which, by the way, he just moves it from the couch to the floor. I don't know how much that accomplished, but okay. Closer to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like... Oh, hey, can we talk to you? And then just start being like, okay, so here's the thing. I talk to ghosts. These people are a little too understanding. If somebody came up to <laughs> Way you on too the understanding. Street, I did make that note. Every character, they're like, so it was going to be weird, but there's a ghost. Everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like <laughs> immediately. But you know what? The alternative is you don't have a show. <laughs> yeah, it would be annoying if every time this happens, people are like, I don't believe you. Because that is what happens in the first episode. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that we made fun of in the first episode that they do change. Yeah, so you're welcome, America. They took our notes. <laughs> they took our notes. <laughs> Retroactively. <laughs> but like like that, like where you're like, oh, can they not have to fight every time she needs to do something? But then there's another time when, um, oh, I'm not going to remember now, where, where they do something. Oh, 
Okay, so when when she's speaking for the ghosts in the first episode, they would be like, "Can you please tell them that it's not their fault?" And I forgive them. And then she'd be like, "He oh, wants yeah. you to know <laughs> it's not your fault, and he forgives it. you." Yeah. And we were like, "Why do we have to hear it all twice?" So this time he'll be like, "I want them to know that I forgive them, and it's not their fault." And then she's like, "He's got a big heart, and love is the most important thing." And you're like, "That is not at all what he said." <laughs> But I guess you're just getting the sentiment across. Not sure why you couldn't just repeat it verbatim, but I'm glad that we don't have to well, listen to it twice. More to the point, the ghosts clearly can hear what the other people are saying. Like they're where. Oh, was that a thing the first time where they had to be communicated to both ways? Yeah. Really? Right? I don't know. I don't remember. That would be like absurd. Like probably. <laughs> that would be I way feel too like much. It was. No. Well. So th- they right can't in. talk or hear to any people, only Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah, she's the conduit. But clearly they were doing that in this episode. So yeah, that definitely did not stick around for this one. So they talk to this lady and they're basically saying all kinds of crazy stuff that any sane person would be like, what the hell are you talking about? But they're like, so you did this play a long time ago and it was with this person and this other person and he got killed. Is that right? And she's like, yep, he got shot. So it was like we find out that it was a there was a play and then this guy got Brandon lead because there was supposed to be (laughs) supposed to be blanks in the gun. But it was I guess he got shot anyway, but it actually well, we'll get to what really happened. Yeah, so he's in a scene with the brunette lady who was in the theater with the gobos going crazy. Gobots, if you will. Um, she's the <laughs> no, one who... this picture. <laughs> with robots flying around like but Transformers. With, but with, like, but flashlights. Cheaper. Right. Um, she's the one who shot him. And then we... But also Grant, the main guy from the soap opera, he was also in that play. And then it was written and directed by... Did we say this? No, we didn't say this yet. It was written and directed by the lady who's the writer and director of the soap. Right. So these, these people all started back. It's a real homecoming. Yeah. They all What's started that show back about? Homecoming? Yeah. I don't know. What this, is it? Julia Roberts probably. Show? It's probably about this. It's, it's definitely <laughs> about this. Um, it was a spinoff of this episode. It just didn't come out until later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we find out it's a play that was written and directed by this lady where there's supposed to be a scene where she shoots a guy and the guy is Miles, the ghost. And apparently it's a hilarious comedy because every time we see the flashback to the play, she's like, you better fucking beg for your life, bitch. And he's like, I'll never do that. And then she shoots him in the face and the entire audience laughs. But we're cutting back to the audience and it's every member from One Direction that's in this audience laughing full volume. They all look like Justin Bieber. I thought you said One Direction. Yeah. (laughs) So they look like Harry Styles. Uh, The other one. Two things they do establish before they show any of the play flashbacks that it is a comedy tragedy. Okay. So the laughing didn't bother me. Second thing, Homecoming is about Spider-Man. He works at the Daily Bugle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Had to get that one in there. Uh, oh, but then they also say later it's a relationship farce. Is there supposed yeah. to be some commentary on soap operas from that? I think there's a commentary on the show, which we just don't pick up on because there's a bunch of times when they make kind of like these like j- like winky jokes that are supposed to be like, I think that's like this show, like the main character breaking up and then getting back together all the time. Yeah. I think oh, yeah, I that's supposed that's to be why they mentioned that a couple of times. Right. I think that's supposed to be a reference to them. And then like maybe even when she says like, oh, uh, she says this later, but she's like, oh, well, they- it gets better ratings when they break up and get back together. 
And uh, so like maybe they're I think that the whole thing is is like doing like little winky jokes at for the fans to be like, hey, see, it's like this show. We know okay. that we know that this is trash. I appreciate this a little bit more because even the music was getting to a point where I was going to punch myself. Well, in the the end of this sh- has got to be on purpose. Yeah. The like overtly the way the, the show ends in the most over the top ridiculous <laughs> fashion. And if it's not. A parody of a soap opera. We're gonna then get to it the because it has to be. Thing I've ever no, it seen. has to be. It has to be. Um. All right. So, lady in the apartment's like, cool, cool, cool. Dead guy is haunting me. I feel him everywhere. Immediately accepts it. Yeah. Yep. She feels it in her fingers. She feels it in her toes. <laughs> Dead guys are all around us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember when that lady married a ghost? <laughs> what? In real in life? In real life. Yeah. Google it. Okay, let's let's get, keep this moving. This Remember is when the Tiff of was the trying to make her catchphrase "Google it"? <laughs> no. Okay. Some sad news though. That lady also split up from that ghost recently. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And Luke Perry died today. This is tragic. It's the worst day. Michael, can you keep this story going? They got okay. a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's really getting my spirits down, guys. <laughs> Let's keep going. So now we have the middle part of the show. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I don't yeah. remember. These stories it, are it's usually a, structured in the three acts. It's uh, a series of... Okay, so now they go back. Uh, we're going to be missing a lot of plot details because, like I said, I didn't take any notes. They go back to the antique store, and now they're shooting the scene, and Jamie Kennedy is talking to them, and he's like... Because he's part of the team. All of a sudden, he's just there. Yeah, it's a real Scooby gang. Yeah, hey, it is. Oh, oh, hey, it is. Michael's catchphrase. Because I was like, and and Matthew Lillard is in Scream, (laughs) and Matthew Lillard is Shaggy, but he's not anymore, because they just recast the new Scooby-Doo, and and Matthew Lillard is really sad that he's not going to be Shaggy. Yeah, what's he going to do? He's on The Good Girls, which season two just came back last (gasps) night. That's where he plays, what's what's her face's Uh, husband? Christina Hendricks' husband. Yeah. So he's got stuff to do. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's busy. Anyway, so Jamie Kennedy is like... They're talking and then they basically discover like, oh, they shot the what happened in the play is that he got shot with a blank gun on accident. And that's how he died. And then they're like shooting a scene out front where there's a blank gun involved. Well, because they Jamie Kennedy pulled up the police reports. And the police reports were like, oh, this gun was tampered with. It had double charge in it. And it was clearly done on purpose, but nobody was charged, which is dumb. Why would a police report be like, it looks like it was tampered with, but also... Well, because there was no suspects, except that there were. There were fingerprints on the gun from all three of the people. It's really not clear why there was... Well, I mean, it is clear why nobody got arrested at the end, but... Well, it, and then also the one guy, they said that Grant took it home the night before. Yeah, it seems like some of these people probably should have been looked at Sounds harder. Sounds like they don't have... I got a real... But anyway, Jamie Kennedy starts putting the math together, and he's like, wait a second, that's the same thing that's happening right now, I gotta stop it! And then he runs, and he busts out through the door, and tackles the main actor guy, and everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? Why did you just tackle the main actor? And, because it turns out that it wasn't a double-charged gun in this case, and he was overreacting. And it's a moment of comic hilarity, because Jamie Kennedy, of course, master of physical comedy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, have you seen Son of the Man? (laughs) Uh, I've seen Keeping It Old School. And Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> I don't know what Keeping It Old School is. <laughs> oh, it's just this movie where Jamie Kennedy plays a breakdancer. Not a sequel to Old School? <laughs> nope. Weird. Uh, it is just another bad Jamie Kennedy, K- Kennedy? Jamie Kennedy comedy. I have seen Malibu's Most Wanted where he says the N-word. Oh, oh I know. We watched it in the theater <laughs> together. Yep. 
That movie's bad. <laughs> That's not a good movie. Although a lot of people like it. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you don't know Malibu's Most Wanted? No. Where Jamie Kennedy plays a white rapper? I, this sounds terrible. Wait, isn't Nick Schwartz on the main guy in that? Are they the same person? <laughs> no. They could be. I they, would not be surprised. They both can become increasingly chubby as the years go on, that's for sure. That's really fucking weird. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy looks pretty big in this in this episode. I was like, Ooh, wow, somebody put on a couple LBs. Not that I can't, you know, hey, I'm, I'm right there with him. You know what I'm saying? What is happening? <laughs> I don't remember what happens. Okay, so that happens. There's a lot of side jokes with the characters being like, oh my God, I'm so I'm so much a, a big fan of this show and making references to the show and them talking to the people on the show. They all want to be on the show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's yeah. some like contest where one of them might get a lock-on role and Jamie Kennedy keeps trying to get it. Right. But he, he keeps trying to get it by just like impressing the <laughs> By crew. talking loudly about how much he likes the show. And like he comes in a suit and stuff. Like I don't know why that would help, but I guess anything... I do appreciate that his plaid suit matched his plaid hat that he was wearing. He had a whole ensemble. I'm glad that you appreciated it. I did. Because I sure as hell didn't. I did. <laughs> so what happens next? Um, oh boy. There's um, a lot of things that happen, yeah. Josh. So after they tackle them, they find out that he tackled him because they were like, oh, they're going to kill off the character because Cameron Manheim's like, there's these things called sides. Oh my I gosh. Found. <laughs> there's some really bad, like, in jokes. Yeah. So they find out the main character is going to get killed off by being shot. In the scene that they're currently filming. That's right. So that's why he tackles him because he thinks that they're going to redo that thing and kill him on purpose. Um, but then you find out like, oh, he always dies and leaves the show so that he can go do whatever he wants and then comes back later. Right. So that's has nothing like none of that had anything to do with the right. creator trying to kill him off. He just he does that to leave. He just does that every once in a while so that he can pursue other career things, apparently. And then is this around the time that Jennifer... Anders, what what's her name? Jennifer mm -hmm. Love Hewitt. Jennifer Aniston Lee. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Oh boy. Um, she somehow gets buddy buddy with the director and writer. Right? Is it around this time? Oh uh, yeah, because I think she goes and tells her too, like, "Hey, there's a ghost," and she, <laughs> the director's like, "Classic Miles." <laughs> yeah, she just okay. So she's just a, a random lady that runs this shop and she just walks up to the director in the middle of a shooting day. First of all, not, not going to be a lot happen. of free time for this lady <laughs> and, and just has, strikes up a conversation about, first of all, a huge, horrible tragedy that happened in her past and then tells her, Oh, and this is going to sound weird, but I can talk to ghosts. And I've been talking to the guy that got accidentally murdered on the set of your play. Do you want to talk about that right now in the middle of your working day? And she's like, yes, <laughs> she and she tells the ad just finish this scene for me also <laughs> not that does happen. not happen you can't just be like hey i'm kind of uh i'm kind of tired i'm just gonna check out can you just uh finish doing my job for me for the rest of the day oh by the way i'm the director mm, don't think that's gonna happen anyway so she takes her back she's like oh is he here right Although, now in his duff's defense if i could please come i'm sorry if i could come to duff's defense mm -hmm. he does stay very early in the show in this episode that he's been on the show since season one so i feel like i feel like he's got the job i still don't think that's okay i don't think you can just like <laughs> mm, he's got it okay i'm not saying that he can't handle it listen duff can handle it he knows his shit he's been directing his own indie features on the side in the off season and they're really good he's mm -hmm. been getting buzz at sundance but that doesn't mean that he can just step up and direct somebody else's thing pretty sure that's against the rules mm -hmm. and then <laughs> 
<laughs> she takes her back to the trailer because she's she's like, oh, is is uh, Miles here right now? And she's like, well, no, not right now, but I can't prove that I talked to him or anything. And then she takes him back into the trailer, and then right there is Miles standing in her trailer. And I thought that she was going to be like, oh, Miles is here. Let's have a conversation <laughs> to clear this all up. No, she pretends like Miles isn't there. And then Miles does nothing to help her guide the conversation in the way that he wants it to go. There are so many times in this episode that this all could have been cleared up because guess what? It's a huge misunderstanding. Yeah, we need to talk about the resolution of this. <laughs> okay, let's still... just, let's just <laughs> talk about what happens at the end of this extremely stupid episode. So, guys, thanks for st- sticking with us. Uh, the very end, there's some drama in there. We learned that the creator director has been in a relationship with Grant all these years um everybody's sleeping with everybody everybody yeah. loves a different person Just and they're in the wrong relationship like a soap opera so this is the end of the show um miles <laughs> is calling a meeting on stage in between the proscenium <laughs> please get as specific as possible <laughs> jennifer love hewitt and jamie show up and then jamie's doing his bad i'm a blind person acting like what <laughs> where are you why are you doing these things? Oh, because he almost tried to kill Jennifer Love Hewitt on accident by, what is that rig called? The jib? Yeah, the, the big camera. Oh, crane. yeah, I forgot that even happened. That had yeah. nothing to do there's, with anything. There's the a lot, lot of stuff. She also is an extra in the show. She got the walk-on role. Yeah, and so she, she plays like to... busty coroner, yeah. and then her freaking <laughs> shirt is all the way open with her boobs hanging out. Which... I was like, what kind of soap opera is this? <laughs> I feel like I did get mine. You should get points because she wears 40 different outfits, and they all reveal her cleavage. Yeah, I know. I know. I was keeping track. <laughs> Because she changes her clothes like three times in the first day. And I was like, Morgan's on good track here. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. a lot of clothes changing already. So we learn that Miles, his whole, oh, fucking. So we got our two main players here, Jamie and uh, whatever her name is. Kennedy. Busty McGee. And then Brunette Lady shows up. And then we got Grant and Callie. And Miles is there. There are so at, many characters. There's no way people are following. Yeah, I don't. You guys, you are confused. There's no way around it you're going to be confused anyway the whole thing is miles wanted is that in the apartment <laughs> it's, coming from, it's coming from inside the house just ghost children don't worry about it <laughs> that, <laughs> that was really scary that was so scary i was like well clearly it's my phone but it wasn't yeah it sounded like somebody's phone was playing i don't know that's very strange <laughs> this is ghost miles whisper. is with us okay so the whole thing is miles his he can't cross over he can't cross over because he needs them the our director and yes. our actor and our blonde brunette lady to fulfill their destiny basically they're all his friends and he wants them to do what makes them happy but they've chosen a life because of his death they've all gone on these paths that are making them do decisions but that don't have them follow their follow their bliss we learn that he committed suicide on stage, though. No, he d- he meant to. He put so he put the double charge in himself because he's a big showboat, and he wanted the the because sh- it was the final night of the play before they were supposed to. We didn't say so many things. The play was going to be <laughs> bought and and produced in big L.A. theaters and being become a huge hit. No, I think this was supposed to go to New York. So I thought they kept seeing Los Angeles. She's oh, the soap go- opera was in Los yeah. Angeles. Got it. But he wanted to be because he was like Mister Showtime. He wanted to be the the make a big bang. Please, Mister Showtime was his father. <laughs> so he double loads the the blank so that it will make an even bigger noise. Which I'm like, that's not that yeah, cool. Yeah, you're like, a I don't fucking know. dumbass. Well, they also say 
he felt the rest of the cast was getting bored with it by the last night, so he wanted it to spice it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because he was like improving and mm-hmm. stuff, and like yeah, he kept like saying new lines and doing different blocking and stuff. Yeah, I think saying new lines would be under improv. Yeah, yeah, I was describing <laughs> it. You know, some for people don't know what LA. sides yeah. are. They don't know what improv is. Listen, improv is short for improvisation. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. But he didn't. Here's the deal, though. He fucked up, and his whole resolution should have been like, "I'm sorry that you guys have lived the last twenty years thinking that you murdered me." He does. He says that she mm-hmm. doesn't. She, he does. He says exactly that. He says you guys need to stop feeling responsible for my death. But because- he should have said, "I'm sorry that I was a dumbass for fucking doing that." <laughs> okay, he didn't specifically. He didn't seem. He never said dumbass. I will. He confirm didn't that. seem remorseful. And that's really because well, he was more up. concerned with them be like following their dreams because that one guy. So the so Who Chad Michael Murray, Fat Michael Murray, <laughs> lived his whole life in a relationship with this lady that he did not love uh, because he thought that he would have a better career with her, right? Mm-hmm. But it turns out that he hates soap opera acting because it's bullshit, and that he really wants to go teach at a college with his old flame brunette lady. It's what he calls her. It's their, it's their, it's their we nickname. We don't know her name. I'm pretty sure her name is Suzanne, but I can't be sure. No, that was the lady from the show, right? I'm pretty sure her name is <laughs> Janet. Damn it. I'm pretty sure her name is Camera Grip. I'm running out of character <laughs> names on here. It doesn't matter. Anyway, okay, so that's the end of the thing is he crosses over. But we need to discuss the end of this thing because it's like the Return we, of the we King. Will. Hold on, hold on. Before <laughs> before we do it, though. They have 17 resolutions and everybody like wells up with tears and is like. <gasps> okay, so the first one we're, we're realizing that Grant needs to leave Callie. Right. And go chase his bliss. Mm-hmm. And there's a really awkward part where he's like. Wouldn't you be happier? Haven't you always wished to go back to your old girlfriend instead of being with your current girlfriend? And he's like, uh, I mean, kind of. Well, then that's <laughs> like right in front of her. And the brunette lady was like, yeah, he's been writing me letters every time you guys break up. And she's like, and I just didn't respond to him because I don't care. I don't love him. And then the, nether, the next, does the brunette lady really get a resolution? She doesn't get. She's not really a She part does of have another part where she walks up and starts crying. I don't remember what she's talking about, though. They all, each, all of the four side characters in this episode have a resolution moment. Yeah, and then we're, like, ripping, whipping the camera around to reveal all these tears. But that's what I'm saying. It, this has to have been on purpose to be, like, overly dramatic. If every episode is like this, this is the worst show I've ever seen. This is, like, the room-level awful drama ending. And then Callie realizes that she's controlling and an, and an awful person even though miles was like no she's got a good heart and i'm like she's kind of a c-word <laughs> i almost said it i almost said it don't say it do not say it morgan i told you and then whatever else happens whatever let's get the, off the stage because well, the and other then the ending... ghost and then the ghost is like <gasps> oh now i get my 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 final moment and then he's like oh it's the most beautiful spotlight i've ever yeah, seen like, That's the spotlight <laughs> And then he Because it's the fucking bright light at the end of the tunnel. He exits stage right, guys. 
Is that why you were laughing? I was laughing because it was so fucking ridiculous. I know, but it was specifically like there was a joke that me and Josh weren't catching because you were dying laughing. I was was waiting for him to say, time for me to exit stage right, but he didn't. And then Morgan started laughing and I was like, maybe he did. Maybe that's missed. Morgan just shrewdly picked up on that. He's like, she was like, wait a second. That is stage. Okay. He did exit stage right. He's walking Uh, to the left, but for him, it's the right. So it's stage right. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a seasoned <laughs> theater actor. Um, this scene has to be on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> this is like, what's that? I've never seen the fucking show. The, mm, what you say? Are you talking about the OC? Yeah, that's what it felt like to me, mm-hmm. is seeing that scene out of context. Yeah. Oh, brother. But then we get another ending to the show. Yeah. So this is so that's the end of the uh, Ghost of the Week segment. And then we get, I guess, the tacked on a three-minute a pr- progression of the story segment mm-hmm. and morgan i'm just gonna let you take it so guys jennifer love you and i have something in common wait what she- <laughs> it is not boobs it is not good looks it's not a soft demeanor it's the fact that she broke her fucking hand and then waited a week to go and take care of it <laughs> which is some shit that I would do. And then... There's actually another thing that I thought you were talking about. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Happy one year, Michael. That would be a pretty big reveal for the anniversary episode. She says that she drinks... Especially... I don't know why I would need to be here. (laughs) We wanted to be part of this. She's pregnant. Yeah, we learned she's at the hospital, and they're like, is there any reason that you'd be pregnant? And then, of course, like, the record scratches. There's one reason. And also... (laughs) I hate this fucking thing when she's like, when was your last period? If she doesn't know right away, she doesn't fucking know. She lives her life like I live my life. But she Where starts like counting on her hand. She's like, wait a second, one, two. If you Turns out it was eight weeks, day. which, yeah, was her. If you track your days, there's something wrong with you. I don't do that. Anyway, they go and they do the baby looking thing. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. Definitely not a sonogram. Mm-hmm. BLT. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. So she gets the BLT, and it's delicious. Then she goes to the doctor and gets the baby-looking thing. And, yeah, they're like, oh, my God, it's a beautiful little baby. And this is what I thought you were talking about before mm-hmm. with the level of absurdity. Mm-hmm. Because there's the shots. They're like the wides that are moving. And that's like punched into her fucking face. <laughs> and then we're punched back out. And then we're doing to him. And then we're looking to her. So, wait, hold on. <laughs> so... So eight weeks, and then she said, "But it was before you." So no, before you left. Yeah, she says it was oh. before you left, and then came back. Meaning, did she fuck around with a bunch of that's dudes in I between? I, <laughs> Maybe Jamie so... Kennedy was a guy she hooked up with, and that's why there's. I that. think that must be what they're talking about. Like that she, like that he knows that she was with somebody else in the between times. It's like a weirdly romantic reveal where she's <laughs> like, "Then it was you," and you're like. Well, that's kind of a weird reaction to that. Like, it wasn't any of the other hundreds of dudes I had sex with in between. Uh, I will not have you shame her on this program. I'm not shaming her. Good for her. I'm just saying it's a funny. It's funny to make that a romantic moment where it's like, ah, uh, before all that happened, I was confused because I thought she was saying it's some other randos, and he's like, no, I'm back though. I'm gonna raise this baby as my own. We're not gonna tell him. <gasps> what if he was a ghost? Oh, that's so. That was literally what my thought. My first thought was because he says like it's before i left and i was like wait a second does he mean like were we 
were we misled into thinking that when he left did he, he interact with he anybody died i thought yeah maybe he hold was on, dead hold on did he interact with anybody I, I i was retracing it and i think he does but he says stuff to people they don't say stuff back okay him. holy shit when oh the, my god when the nurse is like when she goes oh i hurt my hand last thursday mm-hmm. he <laughs> goes oh i've been trying to bring her in but she's stubborn but the nurse doesn't go oh okay but she just keeps talking to jennifer love you okay but so what if, if this, this is hold hang, on, mm. go for it no go for it i'm so excited i'm so excited but <sighs> if this scenario is true in that final scene we know that he knows he's a ghost because he says it's before i left right so why would he be talking to a doctor that he knows could not hear him for no particular reason he wasn't talking to her he was he was talking maybe why they would... don't know he's dead yet in the series Maybe when he that's left, he dies. Oh, and, and he doesn't know. And he even came Jennifer Love Hewitt doesn't know. Right. That's what I'm saying. So he's just like putting on a show. Yeah, yeah. Cause because even Jamie Kennedy interacts with him, but, but I don't think hear, anyone else does. But he can hear ghosts. Jamie Kennedy can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when he's talking to Cameron Mannheim, he's just kind of commenting on what she's saying. She never like looks at him. And <gasps> Holy shit. Like, hey. Yeah. Because then Cameron. Never Manheim mind. This says, is the greatest episode of TV ever. Written. Cameron Mannheim <laughs> says, "You've been. You're glowing." But it's like not like <laughs> because know. not because like oh I could tell that so and so is back or like so and so is in your life again. She's just like you look you're glowing. I wonder that's what that's true. all about. And nobody talks about her being back together with. The what dude. if that's the what if that's the twist? Though we don't know what his name is. Everybody. What if it's not even a twist? They just flat out explained it in previous episodes. Right. <laughs> we're just we're just completely blown away. No, by this it. is for Or us. we're just completely wrong and people are like, Holy no, shit. he just left and came back. It's Ghost Dad. <laughs> Is it? I haven't seen Ghost Dad since 1990 when it was released, so can't it's say. Ghost Dad. Oh, just because he's now a dad, I get it. Yeah. I what thought I think? thought there was maybe a plot point in Ghost Dad that was very similar. That's not a movie. It's Leonard anyway. <laughs> Do you not know Ghost Dad is a movie starring Bill Cosby? So you know oh. it's good. Everyone's Ooh. favorite <laughs> comedian. <laughs> Oh, and on that note, let's wrap. Okay, this shit so that's up. that's this episode. We missed a bunch of stuff. Who cares? Um, I guess we should. Uh, I think we should do. Do you like? Did you like it this time better than last time? Well, first the comparative. I mean, should we do our normal segment of say something nice? Yeah. Okay. As much as we love to make fun of bad TV, we also believe every show has a silver lining, and that's why we always have to find something that we genuinely, unironically enjoyed and. That's why it's time to say something nice. Okay. So, we've already done this show before, so we've said we've said nice things, but is there anything specifically nice about this episode that you could say? If they played up those soapy moments, as a commentary on so soapy mo- draw, drawing that correlation between the soap opera and the soapiness of this actual program, mm-hmm. then that is amazing. Right, and I agree. I enjoy the hell out of it, especially if, if with the not. scoring. If not, this is shit. But I'm choosing to believe it's got to be. It's got to be self aware enough. You were very critical of the score while watching this, but now <laughs> with that lens, because it was so, it was like overpowering the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was so plunky and cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Look it up. uh, I think that that self commentary, that self awareness is is pretty darn good. A plus stamp from from me. Um, 
I like that all the friends know about her abilities. I know this is a thing that just happens in shows like this mm-hmm. later in the seasons, but this one felt like maybe they would try to make it a secret for the entire series until right. the last season. Um, but I like that they're all helping out and they're just like, yeah, cool. You see ghosts. We'll help you whenever. It's true. That always is like the best part of these types of shows is when they can finally stop having to write that she can't be revealed. (laughs) Like how in Buffy, like her mom can't know. And you're like, every time her mom can't know and they have to make it a secret. And then finally, she doesn't have to not know. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, spoilers for Buffy. That's not what I meant. You haven't watched it by now. Okay. So the thing that I'm going to say that is nice is I really liked Cameron Manheim and Jamie Kennedy. They, they're the comic relief of mm-hmm. this episode, and probably Jamie Kennedy is always the comic relief, I would imagine. Um, but I thought that they were a nice addition. Yeah, I felt bad for Cameron Manheim because I was like, wow, she's really slumming it up. But she seems to be having fun. I, everybody seems to be having fun. The dialogue is really bad, but they kind of just be, they, they kind of just be, they're kind of just like What's rolling with it. What's going on today? I don't know. I can't talk. <laughs> Uh, so I, yeah, I appreciated their side characters because when we watched the first episode, Aisha Tyler was on it, but she was just like nothing. Like they didn't use her at all. And in this, they kind of like are, are being like, this show is kind of boring. So let's add these characters that are silly and do goofy things in the background. It's weird that Jamie Kennedy can also see ghosts. I think I would have to go back and figure out. I mean, obviously if I was going to watch the show, I wouldn't continue from this point on, but I'd have to figure out why he can see ghosts or hear ghosts or whatever his deal is. But yeah, so there was definitely good stuff. Would you watch another episode or reevaluating the show? Well, how do you how do you feel? Did this lower it or raise it for you? This the first our first it. go around, we all said we would watch another episode. And this raised it. And we were it. right. And we sure did. We were forced into it. This definitely <laughs> this episode raised it for me. Um it's one of those shows where I'm like if I was at my mom's house and she was like, "Let's watch this." I'd be like, "All right." As opposed to what I normally have to do and drag my feet in there and sigh through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And That's enjoyable in The next Fast and the Furious movie. I could see being sick at home and being like, let's just, let's eat through this. Josh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get the shit up. out of me. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> that was just a glass in my front tooth. We're losing Morgan. She's fading. <laughs> She's fading fast. She's smashing glasses into her face. Um, I wouldn't want to have to watch another episode, but I am interested in knowing what the story is surrounding all the stuff we brought up. Yeah. So I might read the Wikipedia when I go home <laughs> I feel like that's often Josh's response, which is like, it's I don't so wanna, much easier. I don't want to spend the time watching the, show. <laughs> watching the show, but I am kind of curious to see what happens. <laughs> I do want to know the storyline because it's interesting, but I don't want to have to see all those people act it out. So my initial reaction was absolutely not. <laughs> Because this episode was so, so stupid. (laughs) But with the caveat that there is some sort of self-awareness, I would say I would give it one more shot. Uh, If this is not, and I started watching another episode and it was in exactly the same tone, I would absolutely not watch any more Ghost Whisperer because it is very, very dumb. And even though there are entertaining things like Cameron Manheim and Jamie Kennedy being funny and occasionally being interesting ghost stuff, it's really boring. This is a boring concept to be like, yeah, there's just hundreds of ghosts that uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt has to talk to and figure out what the resolution is, apparently without them telling her what it is, because that would make it too easy. Right. Uh, Which is, I mean, a good point, but also that's dumb. Why can't the ghost just tell her? It's so frustrating. (laughs) They could do a whole different thing where it's like, oh, the ghost teller 
tells her exactly what they need in like the first act and then the rest of the episode is a whole like her trying to convince the other people or something the ghost doesn't need to keep showing up yeah yeah that's a that's a dumb part Okay, well, I guess it's time to cut the shit then. Morgan, do you got something to recommend Hold this on, week? I just need to quickly tell you that all three of our actors were from soap operas. Okay, so that might be a little a nod. Are they from popular soap operas? Like, are yeah, they like prominent I think characters? The the brunette lady was Young the Restless. He's from The Bold and the Beautiful, and then um, although the well, obviously we established that the blonde lady was just another act, regular yeah. actor, but the two brunettes and then the the blonde dude are from soap opera. Okay, so it seems to be it seems somewhat like, self aware. It seems like it was a CBS crossover kind of episode. Okay, like they were forced into it by the network, <laughs> but they made a fun little story yeah, out of they, it. They made the most. Out I just of wish it. that it wasn't the end. Wasn't what it was where they were like, oh no, it was just a misunderstanding and nobody killed anybody and it's all good and let's all just yeah, get with the people we should be with and let's move forward. That's probably what they do on soap operas. No, on soap operas it would have been crazy. It would have been like, you murdered my cousin and had sex with her too while you were doing it. Probably. I don't know. I only know soap oh. operas from from reading the fronts of, of tabloid <laughs> magazines. <laughs> what, reading it on the dark web? What was that all about? Um, what do we do next? Uh, it's time to cut the shit. I already said it. I was not paying attention. <laughs> she was reading about soap operas. Yeah, I had to pull it up. What, on the dark web? Um, <laughs> I'm often say, on there. Make a recommendation. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I just, a couple weeks ago, watched all of Russian Doll on Netflix. I find Natasha Leone very entertaining. I know a lot of people have a hard time with her accent. But I thought it was uh, a lot of fun and a uh, real who who done it. But that's not what it is. It's a real what's going on. Hey, watch this. It's kooky. Yep. Watch it now. It's definitely trippy. Russian doll. Very entertaining. I th- Very I well would, acted, and it's it got a lot of layers to it. I would say that it keep it continues to get better with each episode. So Correct. stick with it. Agreed. Um, I was gonna say some Luke Perry stuff, but I feel like maybe someone else might. But if not, come back I'm not to me. Going to. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, two people of note died <laughs> this week. Not to date the podcast or anything, but um, watch some Luke Perry stuff. He's very funny in everything he does. That's a comedy, and he's very charming in everything he does that he's supposed to be charming in. Uh, he's the best part of Buffy for me. Uh, the movie, absolutely, not the show, obviously. And he's hilarious on The Simpsons. Watch him as Krusty's cousin. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's super funny. Um, and apparently he's really good in Riverdale, which I haven't caught up on. Uh, so he's awesome. Um, but also Keith Flint from Prodigy mm-hmm. died yesterday. Oh, really? So watch that unfortunately titled Smack My Bitch <laughs> <laughs> video because that video is super awesome and I always think about it. It is a great video. Yeah, it has a cool ending, even if the rest of it seems problematic. It still is, but not quite as much when they reveal the ending. Uh, so Prodigy's cool. so those two things prodigy and luke perry i was gonna say it's weird luke perry is in the fifth element for maybe at the beginning of the five minutes but he's always the first thing i think of of when i think of the fifth element really yeah i always he just stands out he's just one of those guys like that that luke perry movie yeah (laughs) he's a monk for five minutes also he was very young and when i'm his age my daughter is going to be younger than i am now so (laughs) that uh is depressing so, yeah, like, take care of yourself yeah. and stuff. <laughs> don't don't grow older. Hey, don't don't die, guys. That's... Well, yeah, I think just maybe don't smoke too or hey. whatever. He, I don't know. People are gonna do what they want to do, Morgan. That's true. And who knows? The universe. We could walk out on the street right now and get hit by a bus. 
we're not in control of this. So just leave on that note. And, you know, look, and let's look end the show ways. on that. That's all we'll say. <laughs> um, okay, it's my turn to make a recommendation. And I am going to recommend... Since uh, since Cameron Manheim was on this episode, I'm going to recommend NBC's The Practice from the 90s with uh, Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney. It is not Dermot Mulroney, <laughs> um, which is a David E. Kelly law drama about a bunch of different lawyers. Now, did David E. Kelly write any other lawyer things? No, that's the only one he ever okay. did. Um, yes, if it's a law show, it's 90% chance that it's David E. Kelly. <laughs> um but it's my favorite of those ones and it's a has a good fun ongoing story but you can also pick up and watch episodes wherever you want i don't know if it's streaming anywhere but i really liked that show when it was on and who knows if it holds up and i haven't watched it in a long time so that's my recommendation this week (laughs) is the practice also starring cameron manheim from this show she gives a rousing emmy award winning speech look it up on youtube if you've never seen it oh yeah she does right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Oh, yeah, and Larflin Boyle's on it. It's a good show. It's got a lot of people on it. Uh, the girl uh, from, from Full House. The girl House. from. <laughs> well, she's a girl on Full House. The woman Gina? from. Gina? Marla Sokoloff. Yeah, Gina. I was right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just it's, guessing. It's Stephanie's friend, right? Yeah. Yeah, when they are in a band together. Joey's sister. Yes, Joey's sister and friends. Who plays Dina on Friends. <laughs> also, Joey doesn't have a sister that young. It's already been established. <laughs> I know anyway i think that's gonna do it for us this week thank you for sticking around for the first year hopefully you've been enjoying it if you're just picking up now go back and listen to some of the other ones listen to our first ghost whisperer and see how much we've improved or or gotten worse (laughs) (laughs) um but hey you know what don't start with trouble with larry because we didn't even have any idea of what we were doing so start with episode two and yeah happy 50th episode happy one year anniversary and happy welcome back josh hey congrats you guys <laughs> welcome back you, you did it <laughs> but josh is on like 50 percent of the episodes so i count he counts as an honorary member we did it all right i think that's gonna do it for us thanks for listening to bad reception you can follow us on twitter and instagram at bad reception pod you can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. morgan what are we proud members of Podfix. you can follow them on Podfix. Nope, you can follow them at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. So many good shows. Hope you listen to our more gooder than inspired episode where we What garbage. Where we got to recommend the movies for those guys to watch and it was hilarious listening to them struggle through the terrible films that we gave them. Um we need to make a correction there because they're amazing films. It's they're true. not terrible. They are extremely entertaining movies that we genuinely love. Um, but it was fun hearing them tear them apart. Also, sorry for almost breaking Corey. Yeah, Corey, I hope you're okay, man. I know you don't listen We're to our show. We're pulling for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Donnie, we know you don't listen. But hi, Chris. Hi, <laughs> hey, Chris. Uh, so that's going to do it. Uh, Mike. And Morgan. I was Josh. And that's the end of the podcast. What happened to John? Back <laughs>
Welcome to my podcast. It's called Bad Reception. <laughs> Making some bad TVs. I'm your host. <laughs> Boy, you'd never know that we've only been doing this for a whole year. Happy birthday, everyone. Hang on, let's start it over. <laughs> erase it. Hey, Jeremy, erase it. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy's back.